irreverent, entertaining, cool. You are listening to LA Talk Radio. We say what we want. You're listening to Impact Hiring Solutions with Brad Remillard and Barry Deutsch. Only on LA Talk Radio. Hi, this is Barry Deutsch with Impact Hiring Solutions. You're listening to our weekly blog, uh, LA Talk Radio uh, live show where we talk about subjects of job search, hiring, interviewing, um, finding new positions, career management, uh, executive resumes, and a wide variety of topics related to the process of finding outstanding opportunities and hiring top talent. You can participate in our show. If you have a question, you can dial 818-602-4929. Again, 818-602-4929 and pose your question live. You can't call us if you have call blocking enabled. So remember, if your phone uses call blocking, you're going to have to hit star 82 before you dial the area code. If you're a little bit shy, reserved, a little bit reticent to, to be live on a radio show, or perhaps you're in an office environment where it's impossible to pose your question live, you're welcome to send it by email, and you can email me at info, I-N-F-O, at impacthiringsolutions.com, and I'll try to get your question aired on the line. I've already received, in anticipation of the show, a number of questions from folks that are connected to us through our various social networks on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. I'm going to talk a little about those also as we go through our show. Um, but I've got a few questions, and if you've got your question, I'd love to hear about it, and we'll try to get it aired during the, during the show. Okay, today's topic is, do you stand out on LinkedIn? Recently, I wrote a blog article on our hiring manager blog. My partner, Brad Remillard, and I uh, facilitate two different blogs. One blog is related to hiring managers and executives of how they should go about hiring top talent. That's called the Hiring and Retaining Top Talent blog. You can find that through our website at impacthiringsolutions.com. The other blog we write is intended for candidates looking for high-profile opportunities, and that's a blog on job search and career management. Okay, now cycle full, kind of come back full circle. The blog article I wrote on our hiring manager blog was a baker's dozen tips, 13 tips, to how to find candidates on LinkedIn. Just the other day, I wrote a blog post on the candidate blog about, okay, if Recruiters and hiring managers are using LinkedIn to find people. Are you visible on LinkedIn? Are they going to find you? And so the title of this radio show follows the short blog posting I wrote on our career and job search blog called, Do You Stand Out in Your Job Search on LinkedIn? Studies now are showing that over 95% of all recruiters and, and by recruiters, I mean retained recruiters, contingent recruiters, contract recruiters, in-house company recruiters are using LinkedIn 
as a primary tool to source, identify, network with, connect to potential job applicants. And if you're invisible, or you're what I like to call beige, I also wrote an article on our blog titled, Are You Beige in Your Job Search? In other words, do you fade into the beige walls? Are you invisible? Is it like when you were a little three-year-old hiding behind your mother's skirts? Is it possible for people to find you online, particularly in the most viable, visible social networking site, LinkedIn, for professionals? We're going to talk about how you move from being beige to being very visible. Okay, so it's an accepted fact that most companies, hiring managers, recruiters, human resource professionals are using LinkedIn as one of the primary tools in their arsenal to identify candidates. You have got to use these different steps to make yourself visible to them. Let's go through each one in sequence. Tip number one, completeness of your profile. Do you make it easy for others to find you and connect to you? Okay, do you have your titles? Do you list your responsibilities and duties in the jobs you've held? Do you expand upon your accomplishments, achievements, goals, the metrics you hit, quantification you achieved? Um, And I think you should push it all the way to the extreme of right up to the point where you're not violating some kind of trade secret. But if you're proud that you reduce costs by $100,000, you hired 14 people over a six-month period of time, you launched two brand-new products, you were able to completely redesign the quality process for your company that resulted in an improvement of quality from 82% to 93%. You reduced on time, uh, 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 you improved on time deliveries from 92% to 97% over three months. What did you do? What impact did you have? Uh, what was the value you added? Keep in mind, this is almost like an online resume. It's a visible resume of your accomplishments, your achievements, the things you did, the results you achieved. And you can expand upon this in great length. You're not limited to a page and a half to two pages like the traditional resume limits you to. You might have 14 accomplishments you'd like to put on your resume, but given space constraints, you can only put three of those. On LinkedIn, you could put all 14. So I would urge you that that's the key thing that when employers look at your profile, what you've done is the first thing they look at. They don't care as much about your responsibilities, your duties, that you supervise three people, you were responsible for X, Y, and Z. They want to know what did you do with that? What results did you achieve? So that's part of the completeness of your profile. Are you part of any associations and groups outside of online venues? We'll get to online and groups in LinkedIn in a minute, but I mean, do you belong to any associations? Do you hold leadership roles in those associations? Are you part of any nonprofit organizations? Do you hold leadership roles in those? What's the most impactful thing you've done in those organizations? Did you take a leadership role on your community a nonprofit that built a float for the Rose Bowl Parade. 
Um, did you participate in a special event for cancer survivors and organize some aspect of that event? Um, are you part of, do you sit on the board of the local zoning commission? What kind of impact have you had there? Um, are you part of your professional association or trade association? If you're a material manager, do you belong to APICS, the American Production and Inventory Control Society? And in your local chapter in Des Moines, Iowa, do you, are you the membership chair? Are you responsible for programs on a monthly basis? So one of the things that employers look for is some in professional backgrounds is are you taking some level of leadership role within your community, geography, association, trade that you participate in? Were you a member of the safety committee? Did you chair the safety committee at work? All those things are important. You want to take your entire job, social, network, school, community, and put all those different things there. Were you involved in a special fundraising campaign to raise money for um, uh, the Twilight Foundation? You know, where kids get special opportunity, I think it's called Twilight Foundation, where kids get special opportunities that are in uh, terminal illnesses. You know, they get their wish or make a wish rather. So, th so these are some of the things you want to consider. Completeness of your profile. Expand upon it. Share it with your friends. In fact, I'm going to make you a special offer right now. If you, I have a little eight point, we call it a success matrix for LinkedIn. If you will send me your LinkedIn profile or link, right? Everybody has a public profile. Send me the link with that, and I will be glad to take a look at it on eight different points, give you some thoughts, ideas, and suggestions of how you might improve upon it and where you're missing great opportunities. Now, there's a catch to this, okay? Here's the catch. If you want me to look at that, you have to do two things for me. Number one, you have to go to our website and register for our free monthly newsletter on job search and career management. And number two, you have to come to LinkedIn and join the discussion on our free job search and career management discussion group. We have almost 1,500 people participating in that lively, vibrant community, and we'd like you to join that and learn more and delve into each one of these subjects, pose your questions. But those that's the quid pro quo. you got to do those two things, and then I'll be glad to take a look at your LinkedIn profile and give you some thoughts, suggestions, and ideas. Secondly, I'm going to urge you to take everyone that's in your network and upload them into LinkedIn. You can process your entire Outlook file, Gmail, um, Hotmail, whatever tool you use to manage your email with your address book, you can load that into LinkedIn. You never know who might know whom. Years ago, I heard a funny story from a candidate that had been looking for a job. This is an executive level candidate. He had been looking for a job for six months. His wife says to him, you know, um, I forget the names now, but I'll just I'll make them up for purposes of this discussion. This was two years ago. He says, Sally, uh, in my bridge group, her husband works at XYZ company, and you know, I don't know if there's any openings, but what if I gave Sally your resume to pass along to her husband? Bob, 
who was my candidate I was working with, said, you know what, that's just silly. I'm not going to get a job through the bridge group, but, but at this point, Bob's a little bit desperate. So he says, okay, here's my resume, pass it along. Lo and behold, what happens? Sally takes that resume, gives it to her husband, who gives it to one of the human resource recruiters, and the next thing you know, in two days, Bob's got a call asking him to come in for an interview. And within three to four weeks, he's got an outstanding opportunity in this new company. And he never thought, considered, even contemplated that someone in his wife's bridge group could possibly know a potential contact that would lead to a great career opportunity. So that's one of the reasons for getting all your entire network, all your contacts into LinkedIn. Let's just think about what some of these might be. They could be everybody who's on your son's soccer team. It might be everyone who is in your local Kiwanis group. It might be all your entire address book. It could be someone who um, you've interacted with and met at a networking event. You want to take all those business cards, address books, social interactions, your spouse's friends, the parents of the, of the, of the kids that your kids hang with. Get them all into LinkedIn because the real value is not those first-level contacts. It's their networks. So let's say you put into LinkedIn 200 people, and each of those 200 people have 40 or 50 people they're connected to. Wow. Now, just at a second level, you have just expanded your network, let's say 50 times 200. Now you have how many people in your network? Now you got got 1,000 people in your network, and those 1,000 people might each have 50, so now you've got 50,000 people in your network. In my own personal network, over 25 years, the contacts that I've accumulated that through the presentations Brad and I have made, we've probably put, I'm going to say, fifteen to 20,000 people through our program. We've had 100,000 candidates we've interacted with over the time. I probably have a core group of maybe 2,000 people that I stay in close touch with. My, the size of my network just through a couple of levels, you've all heard of six degrees of separation, right? You know, we're all connected to Kevin Bacon through six levels. You can reach anybody on the planet in six connections. Forget that stuff. It's one and two connections. First level, second level. The six degrees is silly. Nobody's going to refer job leads, job opportunities to you six levels out, but they will one or two degrees out. My network is well over a million people worldwide, and I can guarantee you by the end of this year, that number will probably be close to 5 million. A year later, it'll probably be close to 10 million, just one and two degrees of separation. Tools like LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and the wide variety of other social networking, social media sites are here to stay. It's not a fad. They're not going to go away. These are going to become the predominant method by which people connect and search for potential candidates and jobs. Just read a blog posting today on one of the most popular blogs dealing with personal branding, uh, written by a gentleman by the name of Dan Schwabel, and it's one of my favorite blogs to read. I'll talk more about reading blogs a little later in our program. And he wrote an article, fairly controversial article, titled, Job Boards Will Be Dead. 
That wasn't the exact title, but I'm paraphrasing. He basically claimed that with the advent of all the social networking sites, there will no longer be a need for job boards to aggregate jobs because the transparency, fluidity – I don't even know if that's a word – interactions of the way people come together are going to be so viable through these social networking tools that there will not be a need to aggregate jobs and pay for uh, job ads by employers and for you to pay for accounts on those systems. Now let's take a little break here, a little commercial break. If you've just joined us, you're listening to LA Talk Radio. I'm Barry Deutsch. My partner is Brad Remillard. He's not with us today. He's got the flu, so Brad hopefully will be joining us next week. We're partners in a firm called Impact Hiring Solutions, which is a retained executive search firm and best hiring practice company. We talk about issues related to job search, career management, finding, hiring, interviewing top talent, and a wide variety of topics centered around that. Every Monday from 11 to noon, we're on this radio show. You're welcome to join us. We take the radio show as soon as it's over, post it to our website. And in case you couldn't stay for the whole show, missed pieces and components of it, I urge you to to join us there. Brad and I also frequently blog about various topics and delve into more detail through one of the two blogs that we write, either our hiring and retaining top talent blog or our career management and job search blog. If you'd like to participate in our conversation today, all you have to do is call 818-602-4929. Again, 818-602-4929. Remember, you can't call us if you've got call blocking enabled. So if you do have call blocking, make sure you hit star 82 before you dial the area code. If you're a little bit shy, reticent, reserved, you're in an environment where it's just awkward to make a live radio call and call into our show and ask a question. You can also email us at info, I-N-F-O, at impacthiringsolutions.com and share your question, ideas, thoughts, examples, um, your own personal experience, and we'll be glad to take that as part of our call. We get a lot of questions uh, about you know, we skip through this material. How do I do this on LinkedIn? What other sites should I be using? How do I network effectively? Uh, questions about personal branding. What do I put on my resume? We're touching on a lot of those different subjects as part of this, like using LinkedIn as a live on the internet expanded version of your resume. We have a wealth of tools, both free products that you can purchase and services that you can engage with us upon to help you in your job search. I'm going to urge you to come to our website, look at some of those, pick and choose the ones you think might be most viable. Brad and I have written a book that details many of the things that I'm talking about today and goes into a wealth of information, exercises. It's it's in a workbook format, uh, tools, suggestions, templates, The title of that workbook is called, This is Not the Position I Accepted. We've also built a lot of content around that. We have an entire resume kit, how to write a resume, how to make it more compelling, how to grab the attention of potential hiring managers. What do you put in that document? How to use cover letters to enhance uh, uh, whether you're even going to get that read. And many of those same 
techniques, tools, and methods can be used in building your LinkedIn profile. Okay, let's come back to our conversation now and continue. So we're talking about getting everyone into your network. The second step then is as you look at everyone in your network, you're going to want to look at who are they connected to. So for example, if you connected to Barry Deutsch, and I would urge everyone who's listening to this call to connect to me on LinkedIn and my partner Brad, you may see someone in our network that you want to get connected to. You may see someone that's a key executive in a company in your local community. You have been trying to get into that company for years, and now you see in my network or Brad's network, we know the VP of manufacturing, the CEO, the director of human resources. You may ask, I'd like to send a note to that person. Would you pass it along? Would you help me to get connected to that individual? It's not enough just to put all your contacts into LinkedIn. Cross your fingers and hope something falls into your lap. You have to be very active in looking to connect to the kind of people and asking your network to help you connect to the folks who might help you in your job search. These might be other recruiters. These might be human resource professionals at the company you'd like to get into. It might be hiring managers whose name and title were not on the ad you're responding to, but you know they're in charge of that function or department at the company you'd like to be working for. Very few candidates actually leverage the power of these second and third degree interactions. Imagine if you had every contact you know. Remember, I just went through that list a moment ago. You put all those contacts in, and each of them have 30, 40, 50 people they know I guarantee it, conducting your job search would not be very difficult. But very few people have probably more than 25 to 30 contacts in total in their LinkedIn database. So you might want to consider who else do you know, i.e. my bridge club example. Okay, so now you got everybody in your network and you've started looking at who's in each of those networks and which one of those networks that Barry Deutsch, Bob Marley, you know, Julie Simpson, who do they know that you want to get connected to also? Does does Julie, who's in the same field you're in, she was a peer of yours two companies ago, she's got four recruiters in her database in LinkedIn that focus in the area you want to find a job in. You don't know who specializes in that area. You might want to have Julie provide an introduction for you. That's the real power of LinkedIn when it comes to your connections. It's you don't have to go to someone and sit down with them and say, who do you know? Who's in your network? Can you open up your Rolodex for me? It's transparent. You can go to my LinkedIn profile once we're connected, look at my connections, and you'll see everybody who's in my Rolodex. It's obvious. Okay, so that's the real power of using something like that. Third, joining groups and being active. When you come on to LinkedIn, you have the ability to join 50 different groups. That's the limit, 50. You're going to find it very hard to belong to 50 groups and be active in all of them. I would urge you to pick three, four, five 
job search related networks groups discussion groups and by the way ours should be the number one on that list join our group there is a viable discussion brad and i are constantly participating on it we're posing questions we're challenging the group we're making comments we're stimulating discussion you're going to find it a great tool to learn about how to become a master in the area of using LinkedIn, leveraging that tool, and making yourself conduct an effective job search. Secondly, find the groups that you think have the kinds of hiring managers in them that potentially could be hiring you. Maybe there's a specialty site for, like I said, Apex. If you're in human resources, you'll probably want to belong to SHRM which is the Society of Human Resource Management, and you're probably going to want to find the State Organization for Human Resource Management. Maybe your local community in Chicago, Buffalo, um, uh, Miami have unique organizations related to human resource management on LinkedIn. If you're a CFO or controller, you're probably going to want to belong to the groups for FEI, the Financial Executive Institute, FANG, the Financial Executive and Networking Group. There may be the National uh, uh, Group for uh, CPAs. There might be the Financial Managers Planning Association. If you're in the healthcare area, there's a specialty group for healthcare financial management. So LinkedIn has a very good tool to search for different groups based on subject, title of the group, content and see which groups you might want to join, you should also look at what groups do the people one and two degrees of separation from you that are in your field looking for the same kind of jobs as you are, what do they belong to? Now, there's an even more important step you want to go through here, and that's once you join those groups, it's not enough to join the group. You want to become an active member of the group. Post questions. Make comments, share news articles, become visible, push away from the wall. You know, one, one of the things many of you may have heard me say in the past is I coach high school girls basketball. And one of the rules we have, as silly as it sounds, is we don't allow when we're doing drills up along the baseline, we don't allow girls to lean against the wall. We don't want people fading into the wall. We don't want people, girls being beige. We want them up front, visible to everyone, not hiding. Same thing in job search. You want to become as visible as you can. And these tools are wonderful because when hiring managers, recruiters, uh, third-party recruiters, in-house HR managers, they start searching for you. They can see the questions you pose in these groups. They see your answers, how articulate, well thought out, introspective are those. The more questions, the more comments you post, the more visible you become. Okay, what's another tool that LinkedIn provides? They provide a tool where you can share short little slide presentations. This is through a service called SlideShare. That's its own social networking site unto itself, and it has connections into Facebook, a variety of other social networking sites, its own site, and on LinkedIn. Consider putting a slide deck together in PowerPoint about your accomplishments, your achievements. 
your career, the impact you can bring, the value you bring to a new company, some insight about your capability, competency, and skills, something you've done as part of your local community, a project you worked on, leadership you exhibited. You can build 10, 20, 30 of these, and then you can link those. You post them on SlideShare, and people can see that as part of your profile. I'm going to imagine a, a social media level resume that not only includes the traditional information, how long did you work at those companies, what were your titles, duties, responsibilities, but now you're linking into it uh, PowerPoint presentations. You can also link in YouTube presentations. Consider presenting a little YouTube example, uh, a video of what you've done what you've achieved, what you've accomplished. People want to see what you look like. Are you professional? Is your demeanor at a professional level? Do you make a good first impression? All of these things can enhance how you come across and whether someone's going to pick up the phone or send you an email wanting to connect to you. Video marketing is one of the hot, is one of the hottest areas on the internet today for personal branding networking, and for others to find you. If you're not using some form of a YouTube video, hey, get a good commercial-grade camcorder, invest $300. If you don't own one, borrow one from a friend. Go rent a little conference room for a couple of hundred dollars and videotape three or four five-minute segments talking about a level of expertise you have in how you help the company find a new bank loan, how you reduce costs, you can actually you play with this, put a little, integrate it with a little slideshow presentation, and now you've created a whole new dimension to how you're presenting yourself through LinkedIn. <clears throat> the other thing, and I'm a big proponent of this, is Twitter. Many of you may have heard of this. Shaq has like a million followers. Ashton Ashton Kusher, Kushner, you know, famous actor. Uh, uh, Oprah talked about it on her show. It is a tremendous tool for communicating with people in your network. LinkedIn provides the ability to integrate your Twitter stream so that people can see the subjects you're talking about. And I urge you that if you're conducting a job search, those subjects should be of a professional nature. Interacting with others Hiring managers, candidates, people conducting a job search, sharing ideas, articles, links, retweeting what other people have posted about your area of competency, knowledge, skills. What you don't want to be posting is things like what you ate for breakfast, when you're going to walk the dog, who you plan to meet up with later in the day. <clears throat> So your Twitter stream becomes another viable personal branding tool in using LinkedIn. Okay, number six, another great tool to give a voice for yourself, to make yourself visible, to stop being beige, is to write a blog. I read an article the other day that said there's something like 20 million blogs worldwide and a new blog is being created literally every three seconds. 
Write about your job search. Write about your area of competency. Post something every single day. WordPress.com, Blogger.com. There are some very simple tools that within minutes can get you up, running, posting. This stuff gets indexed on Google because using Google to find candidates is another great tool that recruiters Human resource professionals and hiring managers are beginning to use to learn about you. When someone does a Google search, all your content of your Twitter profile, your public LinkedIn profile, the blog articles you've written, these things all get indexed and people can learn, find you, identify your competency, your skills, and why they would want to talk with you. The reason I mentioned blogging is you can also integrate those blog posts into your Twitter profile. So now you're building, again, an expansion upon your physical resume and adding elements, creativity, other pieces that there just isn't room enough for in the traditional duties, responsibilities, accomplishments area. Including your own blog and writing it, you should be commenting on other blogs. And you should be using a tool, a reader tool. I use Google Reader. I layer a tool on top of that that's a Firefox extension called um, Feedly that gives it to me in sort of a magazine format. You can use blog lines. There's a variety of tools that allow you to read uh, blogs and subscribe to their feeds. Pick the ones dealing with blog search, career management, topics that are in your area of special. And then start to comment on those. Those comments get indexed. People again can find them in Google searches. They come across other hiring managers, people in your field, recruiters who are also participating, see that you're visible, you're taking a leadership role, you're commenting on things, they're going to comment back with you. And that's how you begin to build a network, build connections, make yourself visible to others using social media and social networking. Let's take a moment and step back and make sure that if anybody's joined us in the last few minutes, they know where they've landed. You're listening to Barry Deutsch. My partner is Brad Remillard. He's not with us today. He's sick today with the flu, but hopefully he'll be joining us next week. We're partners and founders of a company called Impact Hiring Solutions. It's a retained executive search firm and best practice hiring company. We conduct this live radio show on LA Talk Radio every week, Monday from 11 to noon. We talk about subjects ranging from career management, job search, using social media, personal branding, networking, interviewing. We talk about for hiring managers subjects that are how to find great candidates, how to interview top talent, how to assess that talent, conduct homework assignments, background checks, conduct deep personality reviews, any subject related to finding an outstanding opportunity or hiring retaining top talent. You can participate in our conversation. If you'd like to pose a question, share an idea, your own experience, an example, feel free to call in. And all you have to do is dial 818-602-4929. Again, 818-602-4929. If you're uncomfortable calling in, 
dialing in, you're not in an environment where that makes sense, or you can even do it, then you could send us your question live at info at impacthiringsolutions.com. Again, I-N-F-O at impacthiringsolutions.com. And Brad and I will try to get your question aired online. I've covered about half of the 13 different baker's dozen things that you can do to make yourself visible and stand out on LinkedIn. I'm going to do part two, which is the other half of these. I've done the first seven. I'm going to do the other six in a subsequent radio show. But what I'd like to do at this point is we'll call that how do you make your how do you stand out on LinkedIn part two. But right now, what I'd like to do is maybe take a few questions. Uh, that have been sent in by email at info at impacthiringsolutions.com. John from Chicago raised the question, and we've touched on this a little bit, but let's expand upon it. How do employers use LinkedIn to find people? Well, John, there's a variety of ways that employers, recruiters, uh, in-house recruiters, third-party recruiters use LinkedIn. One of the first tools they use is the simple search function. They search on titles, they search on job responsibilities, they search on the kinds of accomplishments you may have listed. So if they're looking for someone who has experience in manufacturing with improving on-time deliveries, they mean to use those keywords in the search. They might select on area code, they might select on uh, geography by zip code. Um. And one of the most important things you want to make sure you have on your LinkedIn profile is you have your email address where people can contact you directly, and you have a phone number that makes it easy for someone to pick up the phone and call you. Everybody worries and laments about the fact that, oh, if I put my email address out there, I'm going to start getting all this spam and unwanted calls. Look, I have almost a million people in my network through three degrees, and and I maybe get one spam message every three weeks. It's just LinkedIn does a great job of controlling that, but you got to make yourself visible. Don't hide yourself. Don't make it hard for employers to find you. When I do searches for potential candidates, if they don't make it easy for me to get in touch with them, I just move on to another candidate. So make sure your profile down at the very bottom in how to contact you has all those details of your email accounts, your phone number, your cell phone, your Skype number, whatever it is that makes it easy to connect. Okay, so that's one technique. The other thing that I do as a third-party executive recruiter is I go into the Q&A section and I look at what people are posting in specialty areas. So if I'm looking for a human resource professional, I want to see what human what the most active human resource professionals are posting is questions, comments, examples, illustrations, sharing their stories. I belong to 50 groups on LinkedIn. I want to go in, if I'm doing a search in the real estate market, construction management for a project manager, I may go into the real, the construction management professionals group and I want to see who in the geography that I'm recruiting for is actually posting interesting news articles, they're commenting on other people's posts, and they're uh, posting their own comments, ideas, suggestions, and thoughts. Again, what are people doing to distinguish themselves? Are they being beige and just kind of hiding 
stalking, lurking, or are they actually out putting themselves out there and trying to make themselves visible? I look to see, do they have a slide share, slide share presentation up about themselves or their accomplishments? I look to see what their reading list is. LinkedIn has a reading list module. What are they reading? Are they commenting on those books? Are they learning? Are they growing? Um, do they have their Twitter feed? Are they showing the blogs they like to read, That blogs from other people that they're interacting with? Do they have their own blog up and linked to their profile? These are all the different tools that I use to find people to interact with potential candidates, to find the very best who are in the top quartile of the candidate pool as a recruiter when I'm using LinkedIn. Sam from Houston posed a question. He said, what's the payoff for spending all this time on LinkedIn doing all the stuff you're talking about? It seems like a lot of time. Well, let me give you a few benchmarks, Sam. First of all, I'm going to suggest you're talking about probably 90 minutes to two hours every single day on LinkedIn. And here's the steps that you should be going through. Number one, every single day you should be posting an important status update that other people in your network will see when they log on to their homepage. That's that little status bar. I can't remember how many characters you get. It's like 80 characters or 90 characters. Post that and your whole network will see it. Secondly, you're going to want to go into all the groups you belong to, and every single day, comment on new postings, post one or two uh, comments and thoughts, questions yourself, post an example in the news tab to share with the rest of the group. Every single day, you're going to want to do this. Every day, you're going to want to put a new blog post up and make sure it's linking into your LinkedIn profile. Once a week, once every couple of weeks, you're going to want to put a new, just short five or six slide deck up through SlideShare about an accomplishment, achievement, something you achieved, something you're proud of. It could be in school. It could be in the local community, nonprofit, something you did on the job, something you're doing as part of your job search. You're going to want to go onto Twitter and make sure you're putting five or six postings up a day about your job search, expertise, competency. You're going to want to search for other people who are in a similar area to yourself, hiring managers who may potentially hire you, link to those folks, and engage in that dialogue. All of that activity takes, I find, about 90 minutes to two hours a day. You don't have to do it all at once. You can either... Sometimes I get up in the morning and, you know, five thirty, six o'clock, and I'll spend an hour and a half doing it. I might do it late at night after the kids have gone to bed. Sometimes I'll break it up into pieces and I'll do 15 or 20-minute segments, once in the morning, a couple times midday, at the end of the day. What's the payoff? The payoff is that you become visible. Other people begin to see you. You become – your voice gets to be heard. You're no longer beige. Most, the vast majority of candidates, I'm going to say 80% plus, that start to execute against an active social networking and social media campaign. You're active on LinkedIn. You've filled out your profile. You've got your entire network in. You're expanding your network on a daily basis. Part of that 90 minutes to two hours is going through every member in your network and seeing who else have they added to their network. Is that someone you want to be connected to? 
sending messages to those individuals, sending them articles that you've read on other blogs on the internet that they may not be aware of. These are all, you know, networking 101 issues. I find the vast, again, I'll repeat what I said earlier, the vast majority of people who use a tool like LinkedIn stick a few people in their network, open up an account, and that's it. They don't do anything else with it. What's the use? If you're going to get act, if you're going to put up a LinkedIn profile, you're going to go onto Facebook, build your network, interact with your network, be constantly engaging, posting new information, sharing good ideas, commenting on the other stuff that people put up. What I'd like to do is uh, take one more question that was posed, and then we'll wrap up our call with each other, uh, the live radio show. Uh, Brad and I will post this onto our website probably within the next 24 hours. So if you've missed pieces, components, and bits, you want to refresh your memory, you can go and listen to it live in streaming audio. You can download it. You can also find it on our section in the next couple of days on iTunes if you'd like to listen to it in your car perhaps. Okay, I'll take one more question. Jeff from San Jose posed a question what would be some good statistics or metrics for measuring my activity level on a tool like LinkedIn? Well, Jeff, l- let me throw out a few thoughts. First of all, I think you should have at least a couple of hundred people in your direct network. You want to encourage all of the people that you know, if they're not already on net- LinkedIn, to go onto LinkedIn and get their networks on. You're going to want to search for, uh, as I said, you're going to want to search for people You're going to want to look at who your network is connected to. You're going to want to post comments in the groups. You're going to want to post your own thoughts and ideas. You're going to want to constantly search for new groups to join. All this activity, you're going to spend about an hour and a half, two hours a day doing it. You want to set up your own blog. You want to post daily to that. Takes about half an hour to f- an hour of time to write an articulate, well thought out, introspective, deep piece of information others are going to respect and be able to see and want to comment on that you've written. Don't just throw junk out there in a couple of sentences. Read other blogs, see what people are posting. Other metrics include how many times are people contacting you? I would say, and searching for your name, LinkedIn shows you how many people have searched for you. If you're very active, I'm going to suggest you're going to want to see about 100 people on a weekly basis are searching for you. And on a daily basis, that's probably going to be about 15 to 20 people are conducting searches where your name is popping up in their search criteria. You're going to want to have five or six status updates over the week, and you're going to want to have at least two or three postings in every group that you belong to on a daily basis where every you're having other people comment, share ideas, make thoughts against your postings. This is the whole idea of being very active, being uh, uh, interactive, being visible, not being beige. You got to be active. You got to engage. It's not enough just to put something out there and hope you land in people's laps. So again, I'll finish our call up with the the free offer I've made. If you'd like to have us review your LinkedIn profile and offer you a few thoughts and ideas of how to improve upon it, 
come to our website, sign up for our free monthly newsletter, come to our LinkedIn group on job search and career management, sign up for that group. Again, these are both free. There's no obligation. There's no charge. And we'll be glad to take a look at your LinkedIn profile and give you some thoughts and ideas of how to improve it. Take a look at the free resources on our website. Brad and I have put up examples, illustrations, templates, tools in our free audio library. We've got a wealth of information on all the live radio talk shows that we've created. Again, you can listen to those on iTunes. You can hear them on our website through streaming audio. You can actually download them to your computer and listen to them at your leisure. There's a wealth of information, content, products, services, free resources for you to use to improve how you use LinkedIn, how you avoid being beige and fading into the woodwork, how you get your voice to be heard, and how you stand out in your job search on LinkedIn. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us today, and we look forward to seeing you next Monday on our live radio show here on L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to Impact Hiring Solutions with Brad Remillard and Barry Deutsch, only on L.A. Talk Radio. 